Shalom, Baracha, and welcome once again to Mitzvah Study, Mitzvah of the Week, a division of Parasha Study Plus, uh, and under the guidance of Tanakh Study. This week is Parashat Va'era. Again, no official mitzvah, but we will be continuing with some other mitzvot found in Sefer Shemot. And this week we are focusing on the mitzvot involving Hametz Umatzah on Pesach. Hametz Umatzah on Pesach. There are five mitzvot as regarded to, uh, uh, regarding Hametz, four negative and one positive. The positive, as you can see from this outline, if you're following us via video, uh, is to remove Hametz from our homes prior to Hametz. That's one positive mitzvah. The four negative mitzvot, as it applies to Hametz, are not to have any Hametz in our possession on Pesach. That's called Baal Yimaseh. Not to see any Hametz in our dwellings on Pesach. That's called Baal Yera'eh. Not to eat pure Hametz on Pesach. And finally, not to eat foods that contain pure hametz on Pesach. Uh, it could be as a mixture or anything that is con- that contains pure hametz but has other things with it. We'll close with a positive commandment, and that is to eat matzah on Pesach, the positive mitzvah. Once we've gotten rid of all the hametz, we have, we're left with nothing but matzah. And that is a positive command. So let's get started, as there's a lot to cover. We see Sefer HaChinuch Mitzvah Tet, Hashvatat HaChametz. This is going to be uh, the mitzvah of removing any chametz from our dwelling. It's quoted from Shemot. Ach bayom harishon tashbitu seor mi batechem. So not seor with an ayin, which would mean barley, seor. Seor means any type of leavening agent. Uh, some people interpret it as yeast. Yeast is just a type of leavening agent. It could be others. Uh, but anything that it in and of itself is created and is edible in and of itself, but is used in mixture of dough to allow it to rise. That's called a leavening agent. That is seor, with an aleph. So tashbitu, which means that a person should literally shavat, to rest from it, or really here in this context, it means to remove. Tashbitu seor mibatechem, from your house. So that you must you must remove it. And when it says, Ach bayom harishon, as Sefer HaChinuch points out, Upershu harishon kodem Pesach. Before Pesach means the first understanding, the first day of Pesach. So a positive commandment to remove all of the hametz from our homes. This is what we do. We do many different rituals around this. We do bedikat hametz. We do biod hametz, the burning of the hametz. We check our homes from top to bottom. And our rabbis teach us that it's symbolic of removing the yetzer hara from our midst. As we see, mishor sheha mitzvah is to remember all of the mitzvot and the great miracles that happened leading up to Yetziat Mitzrayim and the greatness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestowed upon us. So again, in that process and cleansing ourselves and removing the Yetzirara, cleansing our homes from the actual Hametz, we're doing this mitzvah in order to make sure that we are remembering all of the miracles that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us in Mitzrayim. Sever HaChinuch continues in Mitzvah Tet and says that What happens if somebody violates this Mitzvah and doesn't remove the, the Hametz from their homes or the leavening agent? Batel Aseh Tashbitu, right? Meaning you missed out on the Mitzvah Aseh, on the positive commandment. Of Tashbitu, meaning to remove anything from your house. And if, let's say, he already had 
hametz in his home, he also violated the uh, the mitzvah taseh. It shouldn't even be found. Meaning, you didn't actively bring hametz in or leavening into your house, but you left it over. So this is something we like to highlight here in our mitzvah study, is that we have a cloud that you can't cannot contract makot, meaning getting 39 lashes, unless you violate a mitzvah lo ta'aseh, and you have to do something, you have to do an act. So if a person actively brought uh, brought the leaven or bread into their ha- into their homes on Pesach, so there was an act, and you're violating the love because it does say as we kush seor lo the negative word of law. So if you actively did it on Pesach, then you're going to get lashed uh, again when there was a bedin. Uh, but if not, but if you just left it in your home and it was just ah you didn't check it and you you weren't careful, then in that case it's still a it's still a transgression, but you do not receive makot. That's just an interesting uh, point that we need to that we need to see. So bottom line, we have hashbatat uh, hametz. You got to remove all the hametz and leaven from your home. If you bring it actively into your home on Pesach, you get makot. If it was just there, it's a sin, but no makot contracted. The next mitzvah, It should not be found at all. Every day, again with an aleph, For these seven days, you should not find any of these leavening agents in your home. Rabbis interpreted, it doesn't just mean in the person's house, it means the office, it means the car, it means his second home. Right? It doesn't just mean this specifically, uh, something that, uh, just the leaven, which makes it rise, but it's true of any product that's made of grain that has risen and it is already hametz. So we're going to see this also, this interplay from the Pesukim, that whenever you see Se'or and you see Hametz, it's not two separate mitzvot, but it's to tell us, to teach us, that Se'or, the leaven agent, is also Hametz like pure Hametz itself. And I brought for you this quote, that's also quoted by Sefer HaChinov, De Se'or, Hametz, Hadhu Le'inyan Isuro. The leaven and the Hametz, the pure Hametz itself, are one, or considered one, and the source is Masechet Betzah, Dav Zayin, Amud Bet. So again, Lo it cannot be found in your home, you cannot you cannot have it in your possession uh, on Pesach. So anybody who d- makes sure not to have Pesach, not to have any hametz or leaven in their homes on Pesach, is automatically uh, being fulfilling this mitzvah. So again, it's a great zechut for us because we know how how strict we are with hametz removal. Sever Ahinuch continues in this vein, and we said and says Meshroshah mitzvah. And here he says it very clearly. What is the root of this mitzvah? It's Kedesh and Yizkor Olam Hanisim Shena'asu Lanu B'Yitziat Mitzrayim. Still, to remind us of all of the Nisim and the Nithla'ot, the miracles that happened to us in Mitzrayim, Ayadeh Hashem, Kimosh HaKatu, Baseb HaPesach, as it is connected to Korban Pesach. So all of these mitzvot, removing Hametz, uh, we're going to see eating the Matzah, the Korban Pesach, it's all centered around the story of Yetziat Mitzrayim and all of the miracles. So that is why if you see it in not only in schools, but also in shuls, we center around Sefer Shemot and we focus on it, especially Haggadah prep and, and all the Divret Torah and, and really Lel HaSed that is really one of the cornerstones, if not the top 
top two or top three days on the Jewish calendar where we unite and we and we bond together as a family, we strengthen our Judaism. So many of these mitzvot are specifically to just remember that. Specifically here with Shaloyim Atzeh Hametz Birshutenu is Remember what happened to us specifically circulating around the Hametz Shemitoch Hipazon because of haste Hayetziah of leaving Mitzrayim Right Haisa Right Afinu Haisa Matzah Right We we baked this bread but as Matzah we didn't let it rise We couldn't have waited for it to uh, have become uh, for, for uh, risen. Right, we baked the dough, and we left immediately after that. So again, that specific nuance also applies to this mitzvah, mitzvah yer alef, should not be even in our reshut. The next mitzvah, we know that's ba yemaseh, and then here comes ba yera'eh, sefer ha'chinuch, this is mitzvah kaf. 20. It's a separate mitzvah. You could accomplish it the same way, but again, it has a, a, a few other nuances. Maybe you don't own it, but somebody brought it in. Uh, also, also so that you should not um, have anything in any of your territories, not just your home. And in this one, it also mentions Shivat Yamim for all seven days in any one of your territories. So to have any sort of possession of the Hametz or to look at it or to dwell on it would also be a problem. So again, this is just a little historical background that in the ancient times, we used to not have the, the concept of, let's say, selling the hametz. People would hold on to the hametz, and they would and they would put it in a place where which was away from their regular uh, kosher for Pesach products. But what, would, what was happening? They were opening up those cabinets, or let's say those areas on Pesach, and they were actually seeing them. And the person was saying in their mind, oh, I can't wait to hametz till Pesach is over so I can eat this hametz. Uh, the Gemara talks about this, and even our rabbis teach us that if a person does this with their mind, they're actually almost undoing this this very fact of lo ehametz. That's what it means. It wasn't enough to just say not to own it and shouldn't be found in your in your possession. You could say, look, Rabbi, I nullified it. It's done. But lo if you see it even and it belongs to you, you could undo the the concept of the bitul that we've done. So again, one of the reasons why we've done the selling of the hametz is to make it not even shayach to us. It doesn't even belong to us. That even if we did see something, it, it would we would not be able to eradicate or undo the Bal Yira'et. So here also then Sefer HaChinuch closes If you took any sort of Hametz and placed it in your dwelling on on Pesach then you get Malkot As we said but if the person forgot to remove the the Hametz from his house, his or her house on Pesach, he t- does not get Makot because there was no action. So now, moving after we saw that, so we saw the first three uh, mitzvot, we saw to get rid of Hametz, we saw Bal Yira'eh and Bal Yimatzeh, not to, it should not be found and we should not see it. Again, very similar mitzvot, we, we, we made a slight distinction. Uh, but again, the Torah also t- tells us about that to make sure to 